It's 9.37. I'm Jenna Barr. Thanks for tuning in to the Pensacola Expert Panel here on News Radio 92.3. I would love to hear from you this morning. Hey, squeeze in all your questions, comments. You got something going on with your air conditioning system, your HVAC. I don't know. Maybe your heat. If you're using it, we need to have a deeper discussion as well. We'll talk about mental health later. Climatech Professional Airs, Travis Thompson is joining me this morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. 850-437-1620, climatechproair.com. Already got some questions coming in. I will get to them shortly. I wanted to get an update and find out how submissions are going with your uh, giving back at Christmas time um, program. They're, they're good. Uh, we've had quite a few come in. Um, just trying to keep breezing through them as they come in because we're coming up about a week away, roughly. Um, so it's, but it's been good. It has. What has been the response or can you share at all when people like, Hey, you know, we just really want to help our neighbor, a friend, a mom. It's been a little bit of everything. It really has. Um, and it, it's, it's from one end of the spectrum to the other really. And it's, it's just people that, that need stuff that have different hardships for all of them seem to be different reasons. Um, uh, you know, it's, it, there's medical reasons. Some of them are even medical reasons with children, which is tears at me to even read because so, so it's very hard and I'm very glad I'm going to have several people helping with oh, this boy. because there's no way I could sit down no, no, and no. do it. You know, you just want to give some to everybody, but, uh, but it's, it's been great. It's, I can imagine how difficult it is, but it also opens your eyes to the needs here in our community. It does. I know that yesterday I was listening to, this is not with HVAC systems, and please text in your questions, 437-1620, Travis is here from Climatech to answer you, um, but I was listening yesterday how the goal is to turn the old Baptist Hospital location mm-hmm. into affordable housing. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about all of the work in creating that housing, like if they're going to tear all the buildings down or if they're going to, you know, then the -hmm. ability to support all those HVAC systems because of our heat in this area. Well, and that's a, that's a big thing because a a hospital, you know, the air conditioning system that would have been that building is far different from anything you would put in a residential, especially multi-living type facility. So I could imagine it's going to take quite a bit of, of change to get that where it would work adequately for what they're trying to do with it because you know and good working systems as well yeah well the systems work great for hospitals i mean they're fantastic but they they deal with a lot more outside air than we typically deal with which is a a very expensive thing to deal with but also the zones you know you you, those buildings are set up for certain wings to have a certain temperature setting and you're going to have different people wanting different temperatures so that's that's going to be a little tricky but hey you know my mind definitely is like just kind of swirling with all the different ideas and I know it's a need I know that a comfortable uh, well-established affordable housing is definitely needed in our area but my first question is will those people because we've heard the stories where people are in apartment complexes assistant living Mm -hmm. facilities or the 50 uh, 50 and up retirement um, Mm -hmm. homes and their air conditioning systems don't work or mm-hmm. they can't afford to fix that mm-hmm. for them. It has. I mean, it's gotten very expensive. Parts have gotten expensive. Labor's got, everything's gotten expensive. Everything's gone up just like everything else we deal with. You can't go to the grocery store. You can't go anywhere. So, you know, we, we try constantly to adapt to that. 
um, that that is one thing that I, I've always tried to be open to. Um, you know, if we can help somebody by trying to repair something that really needs to be replaced, we yeah. will try to do that. Um, you know, and sometimes it, it kind of bites us because you you try and you fix it, but then something may happen down the road. So we try to try to be as as upfront with a customer as possible when it comes to a repair like that because you don't want to you're not trying to pull the wool over anybody's eyes you're no. trying to help right. but at the same time you know you get a car that's that's 40 years old and it's been mistreated and you fix one part then something else breaks and you know it's but, but at the same time you try to understand that people have budgets people have you know they don't have endless piles of money so there are situations where you do your best to try to help and and advise and you know if you can replace it sometimes that truly is the best thing to do because you're you're putting money into something you're never going to get back and you know there's not much life left in it so it's sometimes a very tricky conversation and it's completely dependent on the system and the house and all this other stuff so uh but we try to stay open to that try to try to give people that that need that opportunity um that opportunity Oh, absolutely. And so if you don't know what we're talking about, let me backtrack a little bit. Climatechproair.com. If you go directly to the website, Climatech, Travis and his team are giving you an opportunity to nominate a local family or an individual uh, that is in need. You just click on the little button here. Once you click on that, you fill out all the information, why you're nominating them, of course, who they are. Everything is confidential. There's rules to it. You get to read them there. I will add all of the submission information and, and details and deadlines uh, onto our podcast page, newsradio923.com for the Pensacola Expert Panel. It wraps up, nominating somebody wraps up Saturday, December 17th at 5 p.m. So we have a little bit over a week away. Because ultimately, the goal is to probably choose a winner. It's going to take a little bit of deciding with the team, right? Mm -hmm. And then I love that you have your team involved in this. This is incredible. I can imagine. There's no way I'd do this on my own. I, well, no I, way. You could, I, mean, I, I didn't even think about it till I read like the first one and I was like, oh yeah, Somebody my come in and help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, wow. I, yeah. told, you, I told Travis I was a crier. <laughs> so uh. I would just be like you'd be mopping up the floor. That's all. You'd just be mopping up the floor. Um, but I love this. This is an opportunity. So the goal is to choose a winner uh, by December 22nd. So right before Christmas. I mean, can you imagine the joy that will be given to this family that is chosen? And I believe that God has the perfect person already chosen and he already knows and had this all lined up. That's just how I believe and how I see it. I know Travis isn't too far from, from my belief stance. Um, so if you are thinking about doing something like that, this is a great way to give back to the community just by adding this into the submission. Um, I also believe that there, by doing that, it creates an opportunity to see the need as well in the community. So climatechproair.com slash back. But if you just go to climatechproair.com, you can click on the link and um, follow all of the details. So if you have a question here, 850-437-1620, turned on my heat weeks ago, haven't needed it since before Thanksgiving. I know, right? Yeah. You can talk to Mother Nature about that. Next weekend looks like it's going to change unless that changes. Right? We don't, we just don't know. We just roll the dice out here. Uh, Since... 
turning it off and turning the AC back on, it seems as though my AC doesn't want to stay on or keep the house at a regular temperature. Did I mess something up with turning the heat on too soon? No. Um, turning the heat on and, and going back to cooling should not do anything to affect your system as long as everything's working properly. Um, I can't really think of anything that would make it erratic. Um, yeah. Sometimes we see erratic temperatures with possibly a, a drain safety float switch. Um, those The drain sometimes will drain, but not quite as fast as they should, kind of a partial blockage. And that drain switch can actually intermittently be turning the outdoor unit on and off, unaware to you, and the temperatures kind of bounce around a little bit. That's That's one thing that comes to mind that it could be. Um, so possibly check your drain, uh, see if you've got a safety switch on there that, and if you lift the safety switch up, most of them, you can actually pull a little cap up and see if there's any water under them. Um, not all of them, but some, so that would be one thing that, that comes to mind. That could be it, hmm. but no, turning the heat on, you can't turn it on too early. Now, now if you turn the heat pump on, on a really hot day, that can possibly cause a high pressure switch to trip. Um, but typically if that happened, the unit would shut off and not come back on until it was reset. So it shouldn't be something that's an intermittent problem. Okay. All right. Excellent. Thank you for that. But if you, of course, want to give them a call and ask further questions, 850-857-4700, or you can visit them online, climatechproair.com. Travis and his team are waiting to serve you. A uh, couple other questions. Oh, how long does your warranty system last? Is it usually just a manufacturer's warranty? Do you offer other warranties with your services? We do offer extended warranties. Uh, the, the Most systems, and, and I think they're all just about gone to this, is a 10-year parts warranty. So a new system would have 10 years coverage on your parts. That being said, we have a lot of customers that will get surprised because the labor to install those parts is not covered, nor is the refrigerant. And okay. refrigerant can get very expensive. So, you know, I've, I've ran across people getting upset because that's that's the that's kind of the layout of all the manufacturer's warranties. But we do offer additional warranties that will cover that labor as well as refrigerant charges. And there's different levels to those warranties. You can you can have basically premium packages or you can have basic packages but there is something there uh, that we offer that you can you can buy to offset that should okay. you choose to oh excellent uh, so is that something they call about when they use talk, talk about that it is and, and that's also one of those things that's kind of changed in me uh, you know I, I was I was a person that not very many years ago even I wasn't a big warranty you know it, it seemed like an upsell something to make money off of but now with refrigerant getting so expensive, one repair can easily offset the cost of this warranty. So it's actually becoming something I see as a value. And that's why we're, we're trying to do a little bit better of offering it because we had gotten away not offering it quite as much. But now that I've seen the value of, of what it can cover and the fact that refrigerant's gotten so expensive, because I mean, you, you imagine having a system that's three years old and you have to do a warranty repair that the part's under warranty, but you may still spend a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars, and it's like, wow, what in the world? So now, now that seven hundred dollar, eight hundred dollar, whatever that warranty may be, would have been well worth it. So, uh, but yes, it is something we offer. Okay, excellent. Hey, thank you for texting in this morning. I'm Jenna Barr. This is the Pensacola Expert Panel. Our expert sitting in the hot seat right now is Travis Thompson with Climatech. So thank you for texting in your questions. I got a couple more rolling on in. Thank you so much. Uh, 
Oh, okay. Let me get to this one that just popped up on my screen. Double check. Thank you for texting in. You can always leave your name too under the text. I love to know who I'm chatting with in our text line. And I try to respond as fast as possible. What's your opinion of whole home warranties? Ooh, can I say that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you saw my face, right? Yeah. Whoa. Um, Got the chills. <laughs> I've, I've had some big issues. Um, and I, I, I'm going to kind of lump this. So I'm not speaking of one specific company as far as a home warranty company. But what I see is a, in most cases, we are called out and then the home warranty company wants to dictate what we're paid to do a certain procedure. And they only want to pay for that procedure when maybe something else led to the problem. Um, they also want to fix units that are far beyond the the time frame when they should have been replaced. So then you're definitely throwing good money into bad. Um, we find a lot of times that the home warranty companies will deal with with companies that will do it the way they want it done, so to speak. And then you're not getting quality work. You're just getting somebody out patching stuff. And I have had multiple customers go through multiple repairs with home warranty and finally just get so fed up with it. They call me and say, look, just come fix it. I'm just going to pay you to fix it because I'm not dealing with this anymore. So those are the things I see when you ask about home warranty companies. So that's kind of my opinion on them. Yeah, I know that makes sense. (laughs) I mean, I just don't, and I know how they sell them to be what, you know, I see the commercials and everything and I, I shake my head because I've been on the other side of it and that's, that's not exactly what they're made up to be. Yeah. I, I, no, I'm definitely with you on that. Uh, 850-437-1620. Definitely ask all the questions, read all the fine print when it comes to a full home warranty. Correct. Please yeah. do that. There's all so many hidden contingencies. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Let's talk about heat. Hey, maybe you're going to manifest. Everybody's talking about manifesting things these days, Travis. <laughs> it's just going to make it an, uh, like a me. word. <laughs> He's like, I'm not I'm putting up with you. I'm not doing it. All right. Now I'm saying maybe we can manifest some cooler weather. Uh, or you're just going to have to drive north. Should I turn the heater on in September for just a short while and then again on in October to get that dust off before I actually need it on a cold night in November? Or do you want to be like Jenna and set the fire alarm off <laughs> at one o'clock in the morning when I'm finally just too cold to handle it well, and wake up all my children. That is perfect because what you just said is the <laughs> that's the reason you would want to bump it on, you know, ahead of time. Okay. Um, and and once you know you mentioned maybe once in one month, once in the other, once is typically fine as long as you get to that burning smell. And what that is 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 your heat strips. Um, in a heat pump situation or in a gas application, all you got to do is turn the heat on for just a few seconds. It doesn't take long, but Again, on the heat pumps, we talked about just a little bit. If you turn a heat pump on on a really hot day, for instance, to do this, you could actually trip a high-pressure switch. So you would want to do it on a day that's moderate. Don't do it on – like the other day, we were at 80 degrees. You don't want to turn a heat pump on at 80 degrees. It's not good for it. It's toasty. So, yeah, early in the morning right now when you're in the 60s is perfect. But you do have to set it away from the differential, meaning if your house is 70 – you're going to have to turn it up to 76, 75, get it up away from it because what it needs to do is not only turn on the heat pump, but turn on those backup heat strips. And and it does that when it sees that temperature get far away because it basically says, hey, I got a long way to go. I'm going to need the help of the heat strips. So it kicks them both on. And that's when you'll get that little bit of a burn smell. 
and that's, the, the, that's not the emergency. It is. It it's is. the same thing. Okay. Yep. You can go I've emergency never heat. That. If if you've got a thermostat that's easy to figure out, you can okay. just turn on emergency heat for say two or three minutes and you're done. If you can't find the emergency heat setting, you can turn the heat on and just turn it up above set point and let those heat strips come on. Both should energize the same heat strips to get that burning smell gone. And the reason you smell it late at night, those heat strips are also used in a defrost cycle. So even if it doesn't really need the heat strips, if the heat pump is keeping up, when the outside coil ices up on a nice cold night, it's going to shift into a defrost for just a couple of minutes, and it's going to turn those strips on, and that's when you get that smoky middle of the night burning yes. smell. That Yeah. So, yeah. But to answer the question, it is a good idea. You should only have to do it once, and typically you smell it. You kind of know you hit the heat strips when they come on. Okay. Somebody wants to know a different person would like to know what is the temperature you would usually want to keep it at for burning things off. It's like, I guess how high you set it. When oh, you it's, turn it on. it's not a matter of a temperature setting. It's a matter of a setting away from whatever your indoors is. So if your indoor is 75, you're going to have to set it all the way up close to 80 to get those heat strips to come on. But if your indoor temperature is 70, you can probably go to 75 and get it to kick on. Again, if you have that emergency heat setting, you can just go to emergency heat, yeah. go a degree or two above it, and it'll burn off that way. So oh. either way. Look at that. Well, now we know for next year. <laughs> Some of the thermostats have kind of almost hidden that emergency heat setting. Some of the newer ones are very hard to find that emergency heat setting. We're used to it. It was just a switch. You could see cool off heat emergency. Some of the newer ones have kind of hidden it almost where it's harder to turn on. Yeah, but and you, honestly, for somebody like me who hears emergency, I'm like, I'm fine. Yeah. I don't yeah. need an emergency. I'm okay. Well, what, what that is, let's say the, the, the heat pump failed for some reason or could no longer keep up. Let's say we had a night that got into the, the low teens or something oh, and you've got an older heat pump. Yes. In that case, your heat pump is not going to do very much. You could actually switch it to emergency heat, and it'll just run off those heat strips. So it's not emergency, meaning something's on fire, something's broke. Yeah, we don't um, want that either. But yeah, it kind of got tagged that years and years ago, and I guess it'll never go away. It'll never go. That's a, they're already on so many thermostats. That's it. You're done. Yep. You're stuck there. 850-437-1620. We have about three minutes left with Travis from Climatech, climatechproair.com, or call them anytime, 850-857-4700. Don't forget to check out our podcast page at newsradio923.com for all the details for Climatech. It gives back. I have all those details up right now as we're speaking you just won't get the full episode with Travis from Climatech until about 10.05 Central Standard Time. Um, I do that just so people who are listening and want those details, they can go ahead and snatch them right away from our website uh, while we're talking. Very nice. Uh, or I can text it to you, of course, as well. But sometimes it's easier when people are listening through the new mobile app. Can't forget that when you click on the on-demand section. We have podcasts, and then the links and information are underneath the oh, podcast. I'll have to check that out myself. Yeah, so it's a really cool new feature, and it kind of helps have all the information right in your back pocket. So we we like that. If you have any other questions to squeeze in in the next two minutes or so, 850-437-1620. It can be about the Give Back program, or it can be about your emergency heat uh anything we should know as we wrap up our time before i see you 
right before Christmas. Yeah. Um, well, it is it is a perfect time of year for maintenance. And some of these things we're talking about with the turning the heat on, if you're not comfortable, don't know. These are things we would do in a fall checkup where we actually not only burn that heat off, but we actually check, make sure your heat strips are working properly. You don't have any burnt wires up in the electrical part because that is a high amperage circuit. Um, same with your gas furnace. It would get lit, turned on, make sure the gas is all burning properly, make sure the flue is clean and clear. So all those things are kind of covered in a maintenance. If that's something that's that's concerning, that is something that we recommend doing, and it is something that all of that would be taken care of with a maintenance call. Oh, yeah. Actually, if you do that and then go ahead and just set up on, on an annual thing too, it's an excellent opportunity to really look into, hey, do I want to do a, a mini split? Do I want to uh, think about in instead of doing a bunch of presents and I'm closing in the garage for mm -hmm. a man cave or a she shed room. I don't know what you call it, whatever you want to call it, a work room, a rec room. <laughs> you know, I was just talking about it with somebody yesterday. Like I hate when people close in their garages and turn them into a, a man cave, just leave it as a garage and park your car. Well, some people also like to have the mini split in there and still have it as a garage and be able to work out there in the in yep. the dead of heat of summer. Mm -hmm. So whatever your question is, now is definitely the time to call. Even though we feel a little bit like summer outside, it still is a good time to get that maintenance done. So by the t next time we see you, which t t t t t December 22nd. Wow. Is that it really? I yes, like I did the quick math and countdown because Christmas is 25th, 24th, 23rd is a Friday. So you'll be here on the 22nd. Oh. That's when... The final day will be for entering any entry into the Climatech Gives Back. So we only have two weeks. That's it. The 17th is the final um, so day. So the 17th, 17th is, oh no, is the, the 22nd day. is when you Correct. announce it. Correct. Uh, hello. There. It's all right. Wait, did you do that on purpose so you could one, announce it on my show? Nope. One more drink of coffee. You'll, make, you'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to close us out. Thanks for everything. everything. <laughs>